This is The Blueprint, brought to you by Executive Platforms. Hello again, everyone. You're listening to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint podcast series. My name is Jeff Mix. I'm head of content and research. My guest today is Neil Goffman. Uh, he's with Vanguard Software, which is part of Walters Kluwer. Um, when it comes to supply chain planning, I, I actually got a chance to see uh, Neil speak with one of his clients in front of a, a packed audience. It was fantastic. Neil, thank you so much for joining me today. It's my pleasure, Jeff. Thank you for having me. What has changed in the world of supply chain planning based on your experience of, of going through this global pandemic? So since COVID has started, many things have changed around supply chain planning. Now, everyone within the organization has increased emphasis on the supply chain function of an organization all the way up to the CEO. It is now recognized the importance that the supply chain has to the success and the sustainability of the company through pandemics like we've just gone through. You're having a lot of conversations with supply chain executives who are working in this space. What are some of the common uh, things that they're bringing to you? Their issues, their challenges, what, they're, what they want to talk about? Yeah, what are some of the common things that supply chain executives are seeing today? Right now, they're looking for visibility. They're looking to have a greater insight to changes in the demand. They're looking to ensure they're not stocking out on items that have obviously had impact to increase lead time due to the delays of from their suppliers, whether it's from China or Vietnam, there's been seeing delays all across the world. Now they understand the need and importance to get a better management and better insight and predictability to those items to ensure they're not losing sales, to ensure they're not losing customers to competitors, and they have control over those investment costs. What are some of the things they can do to gain that visibility? Many of these executives today are using Microsoft Excel, and they don't have good visibility because of that. It's a very static environment. It's not giving any prediction. They're using very rudimentary techniques. So by moving towards a supply chain planning platform that is leveraging some of the later techniques like artificial intelligence, machine learning, advanced analytics, true predictive analytics, they're now able to get ahead of the curve and see what's coming down in the few months ahead, six months ahead, even 12 months ahead, based on leveraging these technologies and software. Now, does this platform come in on top of an existing system and legacy assets, or does it replace it all? Generally, these types of best of breed applications actually augment and improve the investment they've made in their ERP. They will have a bi-directional communication, so they're able to truly improve not only the investment they've made in this platform and improve the actual business outcomes, but also improve the investment they've made in the ERP. So it's a double win. What does getting started with something like this look like? Does it take a long time? Does it cost a lot of man hours and expertise? What, what does getting started look like? Getting started in something of this nature generally will take about a six-month implementation on up, depending upon how mature the organization and how complex the organization is. We've been able to get some customers live with Vanguard Predictive Planning in as short as three to four months, while other larger multinational companies have taken nine to 12 months to go live. The return on investment, though, generally is less than 12 months from go live. Now, I know we were talking sort of in broad strokes about what this is going to allow them to do. Could you give us a, a specific example? You don't have to mention a, a company by name, but walk us through what can they do once this tool is online? Yeah, so most of our clients are seeing the ability to reduce stockouts, if not eliminate stockouts. 
all the while they're able to reduce their inventory spend by average of 10%. So if a given company spends $100 million on inventories annually, the following year after going live with our software, they may only spend 90 million. So that maybe a couple hundred thousand dollar investment in the application and implementation just saved them 10 million. That's a pretty strong ROI. We've seen other organizations improve their service levels. We've seen other organizations eliminate their backlog. So the benefits really do span the spectrum as far as the business outcome improvements that we've been able to accomplish. Is there something executives should be keeping in mind when they're looking at uh, the different options in front of them for this sort of tool, when they're talking about uh, uh, bringing it online? Like, are there common pitfalls to be aware of? One of the main things that executives need to keep in mind when they're looking at these types of solutions is to ensure proper executive sponsorship is consistent through the project. Many times, organizations can suffer from an paralysis by analysis. They refuse to make decisions. They refuse to make changes and embrace change because this is how we've done it for 10 years. This is how we've done it at this organization always. The executives need to embrace and support change, new processes, leveraging new technologies, and ensure that their direct line management is also supporting that downline. You know, it sounds like we're talking about change management, and I know sometimes there's pushback against new tools, new technologies. I also understand the ROI is, is pretty obvious how it's going to happen. Can you walk me through what the people part of this is when you're bringing this tool to a new organization and you want to make sure everyone is on the same page and that it's going to be rolled out effectively? Yeah, so the change management of this is very large. You have the typical triangle. You've got people, process, and technology. When you're leveraging a new technology, you have the ability to develop and automate new processes. That inherently would create fear and change in some of the people. Many times organizations will bring in change management specialists though to help with those change. For example, having an iterative process of training on the software to enable the end users to gain comfort and confidence not just through a big bang approach, but over months of experience with the software is one technique we've seen very successful. And I suppose that's one of the reasons why the rollout you described was sort of a, a six month period, yes? Correct, that is correct. The, the, one of the reasons why the rollout is a six month is because we're looking to have multiple releases, enabling the users to have multiple experiences in the software, giving them the ability to digest the new functionality as it's being released throughout the project versus a typical waterfall approach where here's the software, here's your five day training or five hour training, good luck. You know, I feel like we've covered a lot of ground. I mean, we started from supply chain planning and, and how this tool is making that possible. You know, for people who have gone through this entire uh, interview, what are some of the key takeaways or things you want them to think about further? So a few of the key things that really need to be emphasized is one, ensure you have executive sponsorship for these types of projects in really any IT project. Having executive sponsorship and buy-in is paramount. Two, build your business case. Be sure to document your current state so you understand exactly what your costs are, exactly what your processes are, and exactly what your target goals out of such an initiative will be. So if you're aiming for an 8% reduction in inventory spend, we know what that number is. If we're aiming to automate processes and we're having less human intervention, we know what those hours are. Build out the business case, document the as-is and target state. Those are some key lessons learned from our experiences. You know, it sounds like you really know what you're talking about, and I, I know 
how powerful this tool is. I, I saw your workshop, it was very impressive. And to have a client there speaking on your behalf, I think everyone in that audience could put themselves in that place. If they wanted more information, if they wanted to get in touch, what's the best way to reach your organization and, and ask a few questions? Yeah, if organizations would like to discuss this further, they're very easily able to reach out on our website and hit contact us, request a demo, or even go on to the online chat, which is vanguardsw.com is the website, and it's going to be now part of the walterskluwer.com website as well. Uh, they can also reach out to us on LinkedIn, myself included. Go out and search for Neil Goffman ping me on LinkedIn, happy to respond. Again, I wish I'd had a camera with me when you did that workshop. It was, it was very persuasive, and I think uh, there's a lot of great content around the topic of supply chain planning, how it is changing. I mean, I appreciate we were talking about a piece of software, but you don't really have to sell it. It sort of sells itself. So thank you so much for being with me today, Neil. My pleasure, Jeff. Thank you very much. You've been listening to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint podcast series. Um, I've been Jeff Mix. Let's do it again soon.